0: Hi, it's Joe LaBianca commenting on Romans six fifteen to 18. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone to obey him as slaves, you are slaves to the one whom you obey, whether you are slaves to sin which leads to death or to obedience which leads to righteousness. Um, Notice that obedience is not righteousness. You would think it is but it isn't because the word obedience doesn't mean obedience. That's a translator mistake again. So I'll continue but thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin you wholeheartedly obeyed the form of teaching to which you were entrusted you have you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness my commentary Just because God forgives our sin, even our premeditated sin, shall we make sin our king, master, ruler, and lord, because we are not under law, but under grace? All of chapter 6 is in that question. Shall we sin? Okay? That's what Paul means when he asks, shall we sin? The whole context comes into play. You rip this out, you're going down the wrong road. Everybody sins every day, but grace does not give us the right To make sin our Lord. If you make sin your Lord. And you its slave. You are a Satan worshiper. You have a twisted view of God. A God that, that says go ahead sin sin. And you will spiritually die because you don't believe in the grace of the cross. But if you attentively hark but if you attentively hearken to the gospel, now that's what the word obedience means, attentively hearken. Now, you see, then that that leads to imputed righteousness. If you attentively hearken to the gospel, the simplicity found in Christ, read the Greek word, for that's what obedience means, you will receive God-given imputed righteousness. You would think obedience is righteousness, but it's not. It's attentively hearkening. That's listening. And that leads to imputed or God-given righteousness. Paul proclaims a truth here to those who are being corrected. He says they used to be slaves to sin by imputation and by actuality because God calls things that are not as though they were. So these people are living in sin but Paul says they used to be living in sin. They wholeheartedly obeyed the form of teaching, the law of Moses that was entrusted to them What else can this mean? And why would Paul in the very next chapter go back in time to the part of his life when he obeyed the law and it caused so much sin and misery in his heart? Here are higher words, higher than any other part of the Bible, given to Paul through direct revelation of Jesus Christ. We have been set free from sin because we are not under the law, but under grace. Do you see how it's all connected? The worst sinners are those who try to be good with their human bodies, by human effort, through disbelieving the cross or diminishing the cross. We are now bond slaves to imputed righteousness. And considered righteousness, for God calls things that are not as though they were. And we are bond slaves. Bond slaves are willing slaves, they are voluntary slaves. Because the Master is so good to them, Jesus is so good That he conquered sin, gave us the victory, gave us righteousness, gave us eternal life. And all for just trusting in his cross. If you make this passage simply earthly stuff and works-minded material. And if you leave out the mystical, the supernatural the impu- Im- imputed part and aspect, you will go down, you will certainly go down the wrong road. You're reading w- without the understanding of the spirit and just lines on a page that could go no deeper than that page.